are listening to Demise of the Podcast with Patrick Attaway, my podcast where I discuss writing. However, I'm not doing that for a little while. Why? Because we're starting the Nero series that I've been working on for weeks. Yes, I have produced an entirely original series of stories slash chapters that are part of a larger novella featuring my character Nero. And if you're not familiar with Nero, don't worry. You don't need to be. But you could start by listening to the last episode, which was a mini episode where I read Nero's first chapter from Surviving New America. You could go back and listen to Previous episodes where I discussed Nero's series that is currently in toxic literature, not toxic masculinity, as I stated in the last episode. So if you want to read the seven stories slash chapters featuring Nero that span the 2130s, because this series takes place in the future... You can go buy that short story collection. You can buy my novel, Surviving New America, and read that if you want to really be up to speed. But you don't have to be to understand what's going on. Now, this first chapter, I warn you, yes, there are references to characters from previous works of mine. That is just to establish where we're at. And after that, it's all new Brand new stuff, brand new characters, everything else, okay? And it's a very intimate series. We're really getting to the the head and the, the perspective of this character. And I did record over 30 minutes of soundtrack for this series. Now, I'm not going to release the full soundtrack on Spotify or wherever you stream music, but you can find the first track under Lurking Vowel, that's my music moniker or pseudonym, if you will. But I don't really have much more to say, okay? So this is going to be short because it's the first chapter, but the other ones are longer, I promise, okay? And I'm having to put in a lot of work into this, so bear with me. I hope you enjoy this. If you don't, you don't have to listen to it, okay? But if you do... You're going to have to wait to hear the rest because I'm releasing a new episode each week, a new chapter each week. Therefore, we have six weeks of this, so I hope you're ready. Now, enjoy listening to Nero 2140. Rosa, I call out. Rosa! Prior to this moment, I know my sleep faced many rude awakenings. In the new American army, I probably got eight hours of sleep in a week. But with Rosa, I always sleep until I'm ready to get out of bed. Having a ceiling fan, broken planks, bricks, and roof tiles weighing me down... I need some help getting out. There's a chance that Rosa wasn't in bed with me. Maybe she went to the bathroom or the kitchen. It's dark and it feels late. 
but that might be the shit blocking the light from my eyes. Rosa! My left arm scrapes past something hard until I touch her with my fingertip. This is painful. I'm very new to this pain. Yes, I feel a punch to the head or when Rosa steps on my foot during an argument, but we don't bleed or bruise. Each lung grasp at a breath, and exhaling claws at my chest. Muffled voices call out, rumbles come near, then a pair of eyes appear after someone pulls the shit from my face. Rosa's neighbor, Cyril, motions for his wife, Gafria. Nero, he says. Get her, I say. Rosa. He looks at me a little too long and complies as they dig us out. Before my legs are free, I sit up and my spine cracks. Feels like I was held down underwater. There's an ambulance coming, Gifria says. I'll be okay, I say. What about Rosa? When I look, Cyril slaps Rosa's face. If he wasn't her neighbor for so long, I'd choke him out for that. There's a broken wooden beam sticking out of her chest, and our mattress resembles the floor of a slaughterhouse. I never thought, Cyril says. There's a brick wall sitting undisturbed that separates Cyril's townhouse from us. The other neighboring townhouse doesn't have any signs of damage either. Did a two-ton acne anvil fall from the sky and land on our home? They're almost here, Gefira says. I can walk, I say. Forget it. You could be bleeding internally, Cyril says. No doctor can fix me. If I die, I die. What about Rosa? Do I look like a mortician? Life is the worst sexually transmitted disease, and it's always a terminal diagnosis. That might be a quote from some philosopher from old America. I think his name was Lang. Rosa and I were doomed to living too long, all because we came into the world at the wrong moment. Having known her for 13 years, I suppose God gave her a release, and I am still limping in the moonlight like a smudged poem written by a scar-faced drunk on a cocktail napkin. Holy fuck does it hurt to walk. Collapsing on the cobblestone street, the ambulance stops before a tire bumps over my skull. The people in white look so blurry, I can't tell them apart, and their voices echo through a bottomless well. The nurses can't penetrate my skin to insert an IV or draw blood. Lights go in and out as I can't help giving into the darkness. When I'm finally able to keep my eyes open, my bare feet look alien to me. Several of my toenails are broken or missing. Purple welts look like camouflage, and a trail of red goes up my ankle under the gown and up to my chest. When I move my jaw, each ear pops, and a warm sensation runs out of my nose. More blood. If I'm still alive now, then I'll survive, but need time. The only person who could kill us is all the way in Emerald Isle. 
Maybe we pissed him off enough to come for us. I haven't heard from Birch since 2137, though. Then again, he wouldn't need to be in Atlanta to hurt us. After a nurse passes by and sees I'm awake, I hear her call out to someone else. A man with a shaved head, goatee, and tweed blazer knocks on the door. Doesn't look like a doctor. Mr. Sullivan, he asks. Mm-hmm, I say. Detective Torrent, he nods. I seem to recall your name being said a lot down at APD. And then suddenly, nobody ever said Nero again. I was just a patrolman back then. They promote quickly, I say. Must be a high turnover. Well, when some of your best people end up dead one night under mysterious circumstances, Torrent shrugs. I don't know you, so you're not here for a cordial visit. Right. I'm actually here because there's a dead woman who I know you didn't kill, but it seems people who spend any amount of time with you end up dead. I've never killed anybody, I say. I'm sure you know that. That's what I've heard. Nero doesn't kill. It's sort of a silly rule for a guy who acts as an unlawful vigilante. I got more done than you all did for a while. Yep, Torrent comes closer. I need to know if you have any idea why this happened. We can't find any evidence of what happened at all other than the house that's now a pile of bricks and wood. APD has fucked me over enough, I say, so fuck you. Hmm. Torrent turns around. We'll probably talk again soon. Or I will. Another one of you comes trying to talk to me, I say. And I might just show you what method is more effective than killing a man. The next day, when the doctor sees I'm able to walk without passing out from the pain, a nurse hands me a bottle of concentrated CBD and wills me outside. My clothes are torn pajama bottoms, an oversized shirt covered in blood, and no socks or shoes. They really take care of their people here. A teleportation terminal sits at the end of the street, so I direct myself to the Bank of New America. Looking the way I do, everybody will probably stop to look at me. How can I buy new clothes with everything I owned was destroyed? I don't even have my debit card. Sir, the security guard walks up to me in the lobby. Can I ask you to step over here for a moment? He's about a foot shorter than me, as most people are, and maybe 200 pounds. I could lift him by an ankle and twirl him around my head. Not that I'd want to. I'm here to be issued a temporary card, I say. You can talk to me when I have new clothes. Well, we can't have you coming in here. I grab his left ear and kick his gun holster off the faux leather belt. Everyone in here will soon recognize me, so maybe they'll realize what I'm going through. I need a temporary card, I call to a teller. My name is Nero Sullivan. You know who I am. Please, the guard clenches. I will hang you by your cheap trousers if you don't shut the fuck up, I say. A lady with heels clacking against the tile floor comes over with my new card. When the guard falls to the floor, 
I head outside figuring I'm going to have a cop stop me before I can make it to the Hatcher clothing store down the block. Wearing out the only pants that will fit me, a pair of black slacks meant for funerals, and a white undershirt someone found in the back, I now have to face the reality that I am homeless once again. My last home met a similar fate to Rose's townhouse back in 2137 thanks to some crooked cops. Had she not died in the incident, I'd assume the cops found me again. Funny. If Birch wanted us dead, surely he'd know I survived. Wouldn't he want the job done right? Teleporting to Emerald Isle, I rent a bike from a stand and pedal towards the beach. Feels like gravel and sand and grind in my joints. I take a breather once I get to the hill that leads to Birch's Road. I never know what to think of the old man. He looks younger than me, but he's older than you, America. If he looked his age, maybe I'd see him as a father figure. Instead, we always got on each other's nerves and he bailed me out when I was really in a bind. Rather than ride up the hill, I walk next to the bike and have to breathe through my mouth. As my lungs cramp, I finally see down the long road that leads to Birch's house, the horse stable, and empty plot where I used to live. But nothing's there. I jump on the bike to coast down, and only the stable remains intact. Birch's house looks like a bigger pile of wood than what I left behind. The closer I get, the more I know that he's gone. Not like out of the state gone, either. There's a sensation telling me he's not with us anymore. Probably not dead, though. That'd be his wet dream. Still, I run over to the remnants of his home and pull away the scraps to see if he's buried underneath. Then I see a huge divot in the sand. Perfume and smoke have me looking around for the source. Through a gray cloud on the shoreline, a woman appears. Last time I saw her, she had dark blonde hair and extremely blue eyes, but all of her features softened since then. You're really going to be very lonely if you don't make new friends, Lilith says. I'll get to work on that after you tell me what happened, I say. I suppose even the world's worst detective couldn't piece together a destroyed house and missing person. Just tell me. Lilith looks at me and tries touching my shoulder, but I grab her wrist and pull away. Having lost my girlfriend only yesterday, I'm not about to dive into Satan's butthole. Birch tried to kill himself, Lilith shrugs. This time, he took you two down with him. Where is he then? I ask. If I had the answer, I would have told you, Nero. Then why are you talking to me right now? Do you not want my help? No, I said. If Birch is gone and not coming back, I have no use for you. You're the last of the Trinity now, Nero. Without Birch as the figurehead, we're going to see a new generation come together in the next two decades. Satanist leads no matter who dons the title. When Birch took Satan's Earth form down in 2127, he effectively ended future generations of the Trinity. Lilith only wants me to be paranoid. Rather than telling her to go to hell, 
I go back to the bike and get ready to go back over the hill. Let me do you a favor, Lilith says. A second wind flows through me as I feel all my wounds, bruises, lungs, and muscles repair. I wouldn't have thought to ask for her help in that regard. My cordial gratitude, I say, or whatever. Your job is to balance good and evil in the world, Nero. You can't only have good, and as the only remainder of the Trinity, you can't keep pretending to be above killing people. Maybe I'll start with you, I say. It's a lot more brief seeing her leave than when she's theatrically appearing in smoke. She was right that I am the last of us. And I have responsibilities. I'm going to rebuild what I started in Atlanta and perhaps expand my scope beyond my hometown. <laughs>